live. Aha, or to to dead. Let's switch over to dead. <laughs> there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 211 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. My name is Pizza Lord. <laughs> My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Taco Bell. I am joined yes. by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you? I I am good. I am Melissa Wilkinson. I am the resurrected spirit of a 90s Taco Bell. There Last I was alive, uh, that <laughs> that dog was still here. I think we <laughs> had toys for Phantom Menace. Now I'm in this new world and I don't know what anything is. What's a case of lupa? D it threw me for a lupa. That's for sure. <laughs> Good stuff, man. We are here for our Halloween special, our annual tradition of taking past stories that we've told here on the Captain's Log and twisting them, changing them, infecting them into spooky stories. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's going to be a blast. But first of all, uh, if, if you are watching this on YouTube, you guys can see our costumes and stuff that yeah. we have on right now. If you're listening to this as a podcast, uh, first of all, I suggest you go check out our YouTube to go yeah. see our pod or to, to see our our costumes. And all we that do stuff. it up big for this one. But let's describe them. So I oh. just long kind of running inside joke on the podcast is that i am pizza lord i've had good luck with pizza <laughs> i've had bad luck i've just had a lot of Wait. pizza stories pizza is my favorite food yeah well i think it happened once because your parents gave you a bunch of domino's gift cards for christmas and then you tried to order a pizza and the pizza didn't arrive so they both refunded you the pizza and gave you like an additional 15 dollar credit yep. so you just kept accruing domino's books yep Yep, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so I, I considered myself pizza lord uh, from that point on. Uh, but that's what I am this year for Halloween. I bought a costume that is this like, uh, I don't know, like demonic monk looking like yeah. war j -j 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 robe thing. It actually has a hood and a cape, all of that, that stuff. Uh, but it has this like burgundy like neck sash and thing. It just, it just, <laughs> just looks like I'm some like ancient cult later. Yeah. But on top of but. that, I have two masks, two masks <laughs> that I am wearing right now. Number one is this metallic orange like skull mask. This like right. you demon looking thing. Right. You look like one of the Green Goblin's pumpkin bombs. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, on top of that ma mask, though, the 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 key to this whole costume, <laughs> yeah. I have a giant pizza mask. It, it, it is just a giant triangle with a hole cut out for where your head goes. Uh, and I, I have all of that on. So I am pizza wow. lord. This is incredible <laughs> for the newcomers. Every year, Kyle has dressed as a plain Jughead. And every year he's like, I got this Jughead costume with the idea that I would be different kinds of Jugheads. Like I could be zombie Jughead from Afterlife with Archie. No, same same Jughead costume every year. <laughs> and that, finally, look, you've broken the pattern. You've broken the curse. I've broken the Jughead curse. 
but, no, that was the intention. And then I moved and I didn't have enough money to do all that stuff. And then a pandemic hit. And so mm. going out to like costume parties or stuff like that wasn't really a thing. So it was just like the last thing on my mind. But here I am in a yet another new house. And I was like, you know what? No more Jughead. The curse of Jughead <laughs> is over. Uh, the Jughead era is over. Uh, I am now Pizza Lord. <gasps> Melissa, describe your resurrected spirit of Taco Bell. A 90s I, Taco Bell. <laughs> I didn't have... I had a lot of half-formed ideas and that I went to the thrift store and for a buck 50, I got this Taco Bell shirt. That was just the Taco find. Bell logo and a lot of like purple and teal and yellow triangles. So I got this. I've got like a choker necklace to represent that it's the 90s and a center part. Very 90s. Uh, and, and then I just wrote live Moss across my forehead. I <laughs> like I've been part of some sort of ritual. Words to live by. Words to live by. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel in the chat says the age of pizza Lord arrives. Hi, Rachel. We're not going Thanks back. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, yeah, you can you, never go back to Jughead or anything else that's just like, I have a jacket and a hat. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, we have another, we, we, we decided to go to this, this SpongeBob Halloween-themed mm. party that I mentioned last week. Uh, I decided on going as Mr. Crab. Uh, so I have some, some jeans and like his blue like work sh shirt. Mm. Uh, and then I also have a bag of money uh, just with oh, a, it's, it's a, like a burlap sack with the dollar sign printed mm -hmm. on it. Uh, and I'm just going to have some cash in that and just walk around being like money, 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 money. So it's going to be fun. <laughs> nice. Oh, I also have cinnamon twists. Ooh, ha haven't had these in years. Nice. They're like you remember. They're neither better yeah. nor worse. They're exactly cinnamon twists. They are <laughs> live quo. Like live status <laughs> quo. <laughs> Good stuff. I have another soda uh, that I will mention oh. in a bit here, but I want to keep my mask on and stuff for just a little right. bit longer uh, while we do all the... Uh, banter and stuff here at the start before we actually dive into our stories. Uh, mm. So, Melissa, let me ask you, how has your week been? It's been good. I'm trying to live that Halloween lifestyle, you know, eating mm -hmm. candy, uh, looking at leaves. I got to get a good drive in over the next like week so I can look at the leaves and look at all the Halloween decorations because there's some neighborhoods around me that do it upright. I'm just That's watching awesome. horror movies all the time. Don't remember the last time I watched a non-horror movie. Cool. What was the last one that you watched? I watched The Conjuring, okay. which was, oh, I was maybe a little underwhelmed, but then I think about how that movie came out in like 2013 and how much of that type of horror movie has happened since then. Yep. There, I, I don't think I was scared, but there were some pretty good stunt sequences with like, the possessed you know, person in the house getting thrown around. For sure. uh, very cool end credit sequence. One of the best end credit sequences I've seen in a while. Good on the conjuring. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. We've been trying to live that Halloween life over here too, as we decide our costumes and stuff. But one of the funniest 
things that my girlfriend and I have seen as we've been like shopping for decorations and costumes stuff and candy. Uh, we went to Target and we saw a pot of leaves. That was it. Just just a, 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 a pot filled with leaves. Okay. And the leaves were like they're, they're fake. First of all, okay. they were stuck into the pot which is like filled with dirt or fake dirt or who knows what but the stems of the the leaves were just stuck into the dirt so that the leaves stood straight up Uh uh-huh that was it and it was just like a collection of like 10 leaves stuck in a pot and we just thought it was the funniest thing i have questions is this like a cooking pot is this like uh like a pot you put a plant in yes like a flower pot yeah okay and so there's just like fall colored leaves just sticking up like your little hands rising yep. up out of the ground yeah just okay just, it's it's like the most stereotypical vanilla idea mm. of like a terracotta pot right for for, oh. for for a flower right and then the just same thing for the leaves the most typical the most stereotypical just Red leaves, yellow leaves, orange leaves, <laughs> and there's, there's just like t- t- ten of them stuck inside a pot, and it's like ten dollars ish, twelve bucks to just get a pot of leaves. Uh, and I was just like, you can just go outside, and get your own. You got it. You got to do free. it again every year, though. This is like pot of leaves permanent. I also, guess. the phrase "pot of leaves" that sounds so witchy. I I think that's how I was summoned. <laughs> Like somebody took a big uh, cooking pot they use for ground beef and they throw in some leaves and some Diablo sauce packets. And in one of those uh, 90s uh, Phantom Menace toys of Jar Jar Banks only, he's the only one with the power. And that's how you you bring somebody back to life. Yep, indeed, indeed. Yeah. And the, the, the thing that made this 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 pot of leaves even worse is that it just looked so sad. Like it was the only <laughs> one. It was the last one, so maybe everyone wanted it. Who knows? Uh, but it just—it was just sitting there, like by itself. And we just—we were like, "What is this? This is this is so weird." Who, it's who lost. Wants this? Oh well, but good stuff. It's been a good week. I've been playing a lot of video games. Gotham Knights has recently come out. It's a new Batman game. Uh, it got terrible reviews. GameSpot gave it like a four. IGN gave it a five. Uh, and kind of funny gave it a six. It's not that bad. I, I mean, well, reviews are subjective. We know that each person can like something or not like something. That's up to them. But uh, yeah, it is. It is nowhere near that 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 bad. It's a good game. I am having a blast playing it awesome so, that's been my week that's what i've been up to here but uh i say we get to our break in the show right yes, now yes um so that i can take off at, at least this orange skull mask <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll keep the pizza face on <laughs> that's gonna be not? even funnier right? <laughs> just your face on there just like my a pepperoni. Face, right exactly uh <laughs> And then when we come back, we can share our spooky stories. And I will be si- sipping on this uh, Twigs Caramel Apple Soda. I Ooh, figured that would be the one that I would yeah, have for Halloween week. 
So here you go. With that, we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots. And we'd love it if you check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash The Whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you'd like to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. We haven't we haven't talked about that this year. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> we are back. Hello, everyone. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. Thank you. We appreciate you a lot. It means a ton. Uh, this month on our Pilots Club, uh, we did Mockingbird Lane, which is a modern day take on the Munsters, co-created by Brian Fuller. Uh, that one was a lot of fun. This next month, uh, for November, we are gonna be doing a a a pilot on Mystery Incorporated. This seems like an independent uh, d- live action adaption of Scooby Doo. I don't think it's an official uh, one, but I saw the pilot on YouTube and I was like, "Oh, we kind of have to check this out." <laughs> so be on the lookout for all of that. Uh, but yeah, housekeeping stuff. Um, let's see, cool, cool things. It's been spooky month. All month long yeah. on the review show, we've done a bunch of different horror stuff. This past week, we watched Servant on Apple TV+. Plus. We watched the first season of that. It's a horror TV show from M. Night Shyamalan is the words that they use, but <laughs> that's a little M. Night unclear. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> adjacent. Um, but it, it was wild. That, that was an, an incredible show not necessarily for how good it was but just the 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 pace at which it has all of these twists and turns is just kind of just like holy moly uh i I think it is a good show i was very impressed by servant yeah uh and then this next week we are diving into some more classics of the twilight zone uh we have a grab bag full of uh, of of that that we're gonna be watching and talking about this next week so be on the lookout for all of that uh and then reactions uh on the reactor core we have two new trailer reactions that you Mm -hmm. guys can catch on our youtube channel uh for ant-man and the wasp quantum mania and for 1899 uh a show on netflix by the creators of dark if you guys have seen that show that's one of my favorites uh highly anticipated show 1899 in my opinion i'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it um yeah we we did not get to, to do one on the guardians of the galaxy holiday special uh but maybe we'll talk a little bit about it uh this next week here on the captain's log 
Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. I think that's about it for housekeeping. Yeah, I, so. I wanted to tell people we'll also dress up for review show this upcoming yeah. episode, the final episode of the year. They may, I think they're going to be lower key costumes. I don't think Kyle's going to be wearing two masks to talk about the Twilight Zone, but that's another one. Check it out. Watch the video. We'll do a little yeah. something. We'll, we'll, we'll do a little something, something. That's for sure. All right. I got this Twigs Caramel Apple Soda. I opened it up immediately can smell the c- c- caramel apple. Uh, so that is a good sign. It is a clear bottle with this like dark green, but still clear uh, liquid inside. I'm about to check this out. Made with 100% real sugar. It's also oh, very wow. green. Yes, very, very green. This is, they nailed the flavor. Mm. I, there's a lot of caramel in that that I can taste, and it has that good, like, Granny Smith apple flavor Ooh. in that, too. That's really good, actually. I nice. like this. Twix caramel apple. Huh. Interesting. It says, in 1951, Floyd Hartwig, or Twig, as he was known around town, started Twig's Beverage in Shawano, Wisconsin. Shawano, Wisconsin. With a humble beginning, Floyd would sell a case of soda and use the money to buy a loaf of bread for his wife and family. Sixty years later, Twig's Beverage still remains a family business, valuing the traditions created from its modest origins. Staying true to its roots, Twig still makes its sodas in authentic glass bottles. Take a swig of Twig's. Not sponsored, by the way. (laughs) Just happened to get this one recently. All right, Melissa, Uh, it is time for our Halloween tradition. Welcome, everyone, to McRib Sterling 4. Subtitle yet to be decided. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe by the end of the episode, we'll have one. It's going to be hard to beat Season of the Witch last year. Season of the apostrophe (laughs) W-I-C-H. Good stuff. Um, Well, I have five stories to share. That's how much I had last year. So I figured that was a good number. It's kind of what we aim for. Yeah. Not not sure. Yeah. If you you had the same amount or not. Um, But I said we'll just do what we do and switch off. Do do you want to start? Or should I start? Oh, I I think you started last year. Okay, you can go ahead and start then. Okay, let me pull up my notes. Um, I'm I'll start with a recent one because this one is still kind of baffling to me here. Uh, I did not write down what episode number uh this was on, but it's a much more recent episode of the Captain's Log. Uh, a few weeks ago, my neighbor died. Um. They've been having garage sales at the house next door to get Mm. rid of some of their stuff. Uh, But I just yeah, it was I was just looking through the window to see what was happening. Cops were out there. Ambulance was out there. That dog that barked 24 seven is no longer (laughs) there. Um, All sorts of stuff. Is it still alive, though? That's the question. 
hopefully dog did not also die no the dog is still alive i've seen it and heard it since then as some of the family members came by to like clear out the house and clean up and stuff like that so it's alive still it's still out there yoki arrowing taco bell or whatever um but uh yeah my neighbor died a couple weeks ago and i was thinking what if it wasn't just the neighbor who lives on this one's side of me what if it was also this neighbor what if it was also my entire neighborhood what if it was also the surrounding neighborhoods except for anyone in my house we were the only survivors at the center of this thing and we have no idea what happened it all happened overnight like we wake up just nothing is happening in the neighborhood everything is dead now the whole place has been quarantined it's been cordoned off i can't leave i'm hoping the family mart down the down the street will allow me to survive long enough until they figure out what's happening but it's 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 just this this horrific mystery of I don't know what happened. They're all dead except me. Why me? What? Why? Why am I still alive? Why did it miss me? I. What's that? Is this a virus? Can I go outside? Did Did they all eat something? I filter the water before I drink it. Is Is that the reason? Do these guys not believe in Britta? What's happening here? Maybe I, this is because I like that'd be a good, good horror st- st- story. Very right? eerie. Yeah. What yeah. if people around you just keep dying? Maybe it's not even for all the same reasons. You know what? Yeah, it's an older neighbor who slips and falls. It's a heart attack. It's yeah. a boating accident. It's all these assorted things. No pattern between them except that everybody lives directly around you. Yeah, and like the the panic that would cause for like the relatives or who not. Like, why did you survive? All of that, like, what do you have to do with it? it? It it'd be a real scary time, man. Maybe because you are pizza lord, this is your time <laughs> to inherit the Luigi's pizza. Luigi's dead ah, now. Yeah. <laughs> Someone call Mario. <laughs> like, this is my pizza store now. <laughs> I am the pizza lord now. <laughs> That's my first story. All right. Consider, if you will, mm-hmm. outcomes uh, our, our host, our host with the most McRib Sterling, smoking a French fry as he always does. And he's like, Kyle, you remember when you moved to Oklahoma City and okay. you, you pa- back home in, in Richmond, you packed up all your stuff in a pod. And you mailed it across the country to meet you at your new home in Oklahoma City. And I remember this time because you kept telling us, oh, sorry, guys, like I can't record. My equipment didn't get here yet. The pod isn't here yet. Finally, the pod arrives. And then you tell us the door's stuck. My stuff is here, but I can't open the door to get to it. Maybe you keep fighting with that door. Maybe it takes like full professional locksmiths to get it open. And then when you finally open the door, all your stuff is gone and all that's left. The one thing that was there sticking the door shut, the one thing it was caught on was a hook. Oh, no. A hook. What kind of hook? (laughs) 
Oh, the murder kind. Uh, I, I was going to say, yeah. Is 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 this like Captain Hook hook or is, is, is this like a meat hook or? Yeah. This is the one that like attacks teenage couples down at Lover's Lane. Mm-hmm. And teenage couples have been attacked down at Lover's Lane. And yeah. they're like, those kids said that they saw hook scratches on their door. They definitely knew it was hook scratches. <laughs> We've searched this whole town. We even turned up any hooks. The only hook is the one you got. And you're like, I don't even know where the hook came from. Where's my stuff? Where are my street sharks? And then all my neighbors die around me. And, and I'm still like, hey, guys, I didn't have anything. It's just it's just the hook. <laughs> Consider, if you will, that tale. Interesting. Interesting. It it it. It, it's weird to, to, to me that it would be such a small thing. Like it, like you, you think a hook, like you could like cut it off or like force it open somehow and it would snap that, that that's one strong hook. That's like an, an indestructible a, hook here. It's a, it's a magic murder hook. I mean, the same hook has been passed down through like different coast murderers for like 200 years, or at least <laughs> since like the dawn of teens necking in cars since the first teens <laughs> necked in a Model T, there's been a hook on the door. There you go. I've seen a lot of scratches in my life. That one definitely looks like hook scratches. <laughs> 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 That's good. That's good. Man, I, I'm I'm wondering else, like what what else would be a scary thing to see in like it, you open up that door expecting all of your possessions. Like what else would be a scary thing to see in the just a dead body like that's it they <laughs> mail you a dead body <laughs> <laughs> we don't know <laughs> yeah they took your stuff the threat is not only that your stuff is gone it's that something mysterious has been put in its place or you yeah. still have all your stuff but it's wrong like <laughs> that's a horror <laughs> like of like st- a bureaucratic uh just no, like a logistical like, like oh they sent me the wrong pod now i have no, to do c- c- customer not service like <laughs> Not like you've got somebody else's stuff. It's your stuff, but everything is off. Like you've got all of your comics, but like the the names on the cover are different. There's a mm. story about Iron Man that you could have sworn was about Hulk. And, oh, and interesting. You've just got this like Mandela catalog of things same. that like... Uh, so I was going to say mm-hmm. like same same bookshelves, but they have like an extra shelf on them yes. or, 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 or stuff like that. Yeah. That's interesting. 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 Okay. Okay. Story number two from me. This is from number 169. By the way, I don't know if we specified that all of these past st- stories that we've mentioned here on the, mm. the, the podcast are yes. just from this past year. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, the story about your door being stuck is from the episode Blockbuster, the Blockbuster. There you go. Good stuff. From number 169, entitled Half a Chumbawamba. Melissa, you you went to go see some movie. I forget which one it w- was, but there was a significant hot dog moment in this movie. Now. You have mentioned significant hot dog moments before, i.e. the one yes. in Justice League where the Flash just has a hot dog after he saves that 
person, right? So, so I, I, a single is, wiener. It, it, yeah, I right. must tell the people who have not watched the Snyder cut. There's a scene where the Flash, you know, runs real fast. Time's slow for him. He saves like some people from a car crash or one of the cars that like a hot dog cart. And while he's running through midair, he takes a single wiener, no bun, no and condiments. He puts it in his pocket for later. Yeah, one just, nude wiener. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yes, this is now a recurring thing on the show. Yeah. These significant hot dog moments. <laughs> I almost so dressed up as a hot dog. That would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> so what if these hot dogs have more importance than than we know? What if there's like a, a hot dog cult out there? Mm. What if there's some kind of like monster that that hunts you like like uh, uh, like uh, I was about to say some mayoti, but I, 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 I don't even know which one I'm about to refer. Is this like to, Werewolf so. by Night, where there's like a secret order of, of monsters, the secret order of the Frank? It, it might be, yeah, something like that. There's a monster called the Glizzy. The mm. Gen, Gen Z is now calling hot dogs Glizzies, so you know there might be something there, but. What if these hot dogs in all these movies have secret meanings? It's a message to other members uh, of the hot dog cult. <laughs> oh, no. What, what do they what, want? What if, yeah. Like, what if it's this this idea of just something so innocuous, something so plain, mundane, but there is a whole cult built around it. And it is this like secret society that's like secretly ruling things or deciding how like the diets of people and influencing what ingredients are in what food and stuff like that. But the hot dog is their like their perfect creation. <gasps> you know, their Lord is Joey Chestnut. He drives around right. the country in the Oscar Meyer Wiener mobile. Mm-hmm. Nobody's allowed inside. It's only for secret society members. They want a hot dog in every pocket. They've yeah. got Zack Snyder's in their pocket. They bought out Zack Snyder. They bought hot dog. For I think everyone. the movie with the the hot dog scene I was talking about is in the happening when there's this yes. mysterious yeah. natural disaster and M Night Shyamalan's one. The Happening. People are scrounging for food, and one guy is like, "You know, it's a really good food to have hot dogs. It's like they're full of protein. They taste good. They have a fun shape." <laughs> they bought M. Night Shyamalan. They've bought these directors. They're like, you need to put a hot dog scene in all of your yeah, movies. Right? You, you, you guys have heard of the Illuminati. You guys haven't yeah. heard of the secret order of the Franks. Right? <laughs> the Illumidaki. <laughs> the the Illumidakis. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, that, that, one, that one was uh, the fun one to be like, what if there's a significant extra, like, something behind it all i oh i love it that like Red how there's certain board <laughs> back here right it's like how there's certain props in like just hollywood prop houses that will get reused in like film and tv show after film and tv show like yeah. um morley brand cigarettes is that like that's what the cigarette smoking man on x-files smokes i think it's been in like tarantino films oh, no no he's got red apple but like there's like you can build like an entire universe out of okay, this one fake prop brand of cigarettes exists mm. in all these different movies and shows. They must be part of a connected universe. 
This goes even deeper than that. Like, of course, every every universe has hot dogs. <laughs> but what if the hot dogs meant something? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like incredible, like movies are being rewritten around the hot dog to put hot dogs in popular culture. The next Dune movie, <laughs> worms are out. There's big hot dogs underneath the sand. <laughs> Just big old sausages everywhere. <laughs> Good stuff. That was my next one there. I am done. Kyle ripped straight from the episode description for our episode a garlic each. <laughs> Everyone exactly this was, but it was. Are, are oh man, that one, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, want, I hope one. I didn't take yours. Oh, no, go, <laughs> I hope go, I didn't go take go yours. It. We might have our own like like our own twists on the same thing. Yeah. Which is Sentence one of this description is: Kyle goes to a ghost building, and Melissa tells the legend of Pot Pie Head, which is a legend all on its own. Mm-hmm. But I imagine that the story starts the same way it started when you really told it, which is that uh, it's things are still largely locked down. Nobody's at your original building you worked at on campus. Nobody's in office. The building is abandoned. The building is empty. But you had to go back there and get something or you had to bring your to laptop in to meet the IT yeah. guy. Right. Yeah. So there's just you and like one other person in this big empty building that's been like cleared out for quarantine. So you're wandering around these empty halls filled with like, you know, the, the cubicles look ghostly. People took most of their stuff home, but there's a calendar that's like still stuck on March 2020. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like notepads of to do lists that will, you know, you don't know if all those things were crossed off or not. There's yeah. still things to do. And you go into a, a break room. Uh, with like a little fridge and freezer in it and microwave that nobody's been in, in in two years. And there's a man waiting there for you. A man with a pot pie for a head. And he's like, finally, Hello, finally a friend. food head. <laughs> Before lockdown, somebody took a frozen like mini Marie Callender's pot pie and put it in the freezer of the break I love room. those pot pies. And they forgot to take it with them when they left. So this pot pie just sat in the freezer for months and months and months alone, completely alone. Nobody opened the freezer door. Nobody saw it. And it it gained sentience. And it it remembered the sight of people. It remembered seeing people in the factory, in the grocery store. The person who bought it, the person who took it in the office, put it in the freezer to eat later. It remembers the human form. This is what it misses. So it takes the human form. It grows arms. It goes legs. It goes. It grows business casual attire. It crawls out of the freezer, but it's still waiting on somebody to meet it there. Somebody to meet it there in the break room, and it's been waiting for you, pot pie head, your new friend. Just for me, just for me. It sees mm-hmm. the calendar still stuck on twenty twenty. Says, "Is this Marie's calendar?" Says here on my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to understand human life. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then the, what does Pot Pie Head do when he goes out into the world? You know, and he yeah. steps out in the light. It's it's so bright out there. 
you know, what does he want? Does he still want to be cooked? Does he want to be eaten? Or is he like, no, I'm a man now. I will take a job. I work here at the university. (laughs) (laughs) He's your supervisor now. God, how did he get promoted before I did? (laughs) God, yeah. There is something so scary about something that's been waiting just like the idea of like something that's been waiting for you or is meant for you specifically (sighs) um i mean there there also is the like in like the innocuous just like oh like a letter is here for me but like yeah someone waiting for you specifically and knows your name and it like i i turn that corner and it goes ah kyle I'm just like, what? You wrote what? It's your pot pie. You yeah. wrote your name on the cardboard box so nobody else would eat it. The pot pie head is your son and your <laughs> boss. And wants me to eat it somehow? I, what's <laughs> happening here? Saturn devours his son. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you did the pot pie head because i did not do pot pie head of that that story but i also uh did a couple stories here from uh a garlic each number 175 of the captain's log uh yes it was my first day back in the office uh the pandemic hit we had been working from home for a long long time uh and then i get a call yeah i need to come into the office take my laptop, replace it. They know that I'm about to move to Oklahoma. Uh, and, and so they, they want to give me a better laptop so they won't have to do as much IT work on it down the road, all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, 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 sure. I'll be in. I leave my house, get on the bus, ride all the way there. It's a you know, half an hour. Uh, I get there. And oddly, there's no one there. It's empty. I have to use my key card to get in. I was expecting the front door just to be open, but I had to use my key card. I have to use my key card to get in past the like second security door. The IT department is in the basement. I wander down the steps. It's pitch black. The lights are on emotions. <laughs> so I step in that room. The only one is a spotlight on me. I'm down there <laughs> by myself. I start to move throughout the room as more and more lights come on. And I notice that everything's been rearranged. It's not where it's supposed to be. There's new things in here that shouldn't be here. New buttons, new levers, new devices, new sawmills. What is happening in here? Lights come on, a video monitor comes on, and someone says, would you like to play a game? Oh, and no! my office building has been turned into some kind of saw-like murder room. There's all kind of obstacles and contraptions and booby tra- 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 traps that I have to survive and, and crawl my bloody way out. There's, there's some weird gut guy with a pot pie head who's claiming to be my son wants me to eat him <laughs> to get to the next room after that but his pot pie head has grown Oof. so astronomically large that there's no way i can eat that whole 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 thing man 
wild stuff. But but yeah, like I I I just thought it'd be interesting to go in into a space that you were so familiar yeah. with, right? And it is completely different. It's it's changed, and not just changed in the like, oh, they put up a new Taco Bell here down the street or something, but like it's it's just a completely different building, and <laughs> like you like you you go in there and yeah there's all these like murder devices and contraptions and stuff it's like one big like batman has been tied onto some murder device and has to escape that stuff but every room is something else big old escape room this reminds me of the time when your office moved buildings and didn't tell you so it really is like you were Going into a different building. <laughs> this almost <laughs> happened to you. You walk into your building and they're like, oh no, sir, it's something else now. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, I survived the experience. I got my new laptop uh, and I made it home. So there you go. McDonald's <laughs> serves many beverages. They it's uh, it's got the Coke family of products. It it's got the Sprite. It does not have the Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew is an enigma to McRib Sterling, who knows mm-hmm. only McDonald's products. Yeah, yeah. But he's here to tell you a story about a Mountain Dew flavor that never made it to the common man. Mm. This is the tale of flavor five fourteen C from our episode, nice. the Box of Scraps Gang. Now, in reality, Flavor 514C, I think, was a sugar-free variant, like a Diet Mountain Dew, a Mountain Dew Zero, that never made it through the initial testing and tasting phase. The only photo of it on the Mountain Dew fan wiki is just a plain silver can with, like, no wraparound on it, just a plain like matte silver can with just Mm -hmm. Flavor 514C stamped into the side. Extremely ominous. And I imagined what if this flavor that is designed to have all the sweetness, none of the sugar. What if it truly, what if something went wrong? What if when taking out all the sugar, they took out all the sweetness? Not out of the beverage, but out of the drinker. Mm. And they take this sugar-free, supposed to be sweet beverage to a panel of taste testers all kind, genial people. And as they drink them, they get something happens in their eyes. Their eyes get hard. They start to scowl. They're very rude to the, the Mountain Dew uh, public outreach people who are doing this product test. Yeah. They start arguing with each other about petty little things. You know, you took my straw. You, know, you kicked me. <laughs> That's my chair. Sit, get over there. Just making arguments out of everything. They're getting mean. These people that walked into Mountain Dew headquarters, happy, smiling, excited to taste a new flavor. They've lost all of their own personal sweetness. They go mad. There's fights. Brawls break out. They have, they have, Mountain Dew locks the room down. You know, everybody get out. Mountain Dew employees get out. We are living. We're leaving these test subjects to their own. They're going to fight it out in this small lock conference room. Winner gets and a lifetime supply of Mountain Dew. 
What if it's a fight to the death for all of them? What what if no one or maybe one person lives, but they live the rest of their life mean? Ebenezer Scrooge mean. Ghosts never come for him. He never gets Tiny Tim, that big turkey. He never learns to get better. And that's why we've never tasted flavor 514C, because it will take out every bit of sweetness and kindness out of the drinker. It is truly a cursed flavor. Yeah. You don't drink Mountain Dew 514C. 514C drinks you. Mm-hmm. The Dew has done you. <laughs> you are the Dew in this story. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the moral at the end of the day. McRib Sterling comes out smoking a French fry and is like, <laughs> that's the end of the story. What are you going to do? What are you going to do when the dude does you? Bad boys, bad boys. What are you going to do? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> okay, okay. That was that one was awesome. I, I liked that okay. one a lot. I liked that one. As, as McRib Sterling takes a sip of his ice cold Coke with the logo just perfectly right there <laughs> on the side right oh yeah like it's only coke like yeah mcdonald's serves sprite but he's not drinking it he exclusively <laughs> drinks like frosty cold coke or like maybe a mick cafe he tries yeah. to drink a mick flurry it's too thick it's difficult for him to do <laughs> so funny uh okay so we are going back to number 175 a garlic each for uh, my next story here. Melissa, in that same episode, as the name of the podcast implies, you had some weird items on receipts mm-hmm. or, or, or stuff that when the, it was printed on the receipt, it said some kind of funky thing. Yeah. It was just kind of baffling. You, you, you bought a garlic and it just said a garlic each. Uh, and then you you re- recounted a time where you bought something else. Uh, it must have been some French f- fries or yes. something. Yes. Because all the receipt said was fries. Add gooey. If you order cheese fries at Dairy Queen, that's what the receipt describes it as. Fries. Add gooey. There you go. Then... This one's a twofer. In episode 197, mm. entitled Food on the Fringe, I read <laughs> a, a Twitter thread of this nightmare Subway sandwich where they just put way too much ranch dressing on it, and it was dripping off the sides. It, it was basically a soup. It was a bottle of ranch dressing with some bread in it. <laughs> and I want to say this is not a story from the point of view of the customer who had a sandwich made wrong. This is a story from the point of view of the sandwich artist. Who had a customer say, no, keep going. Right. Yeah, More, please. Yeah. <laughs> Your bottle's empty. Do you have another bottle? Exactly. Exactly. Mario, welcome to the stream. We hope you're Hello. having a great time. Yes, of course you want pizza because I look fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, both scared and hungry now. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, a dimension but, but, of fear, a dimension of hunger. 
But yeah, so we have Fries add Goey, and then we have this story of this nightmare Subway sandwich with too much ranch. So what if there is a new secret sauce craze, like a new dipping sauce craze? What if it's 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 like the Szechuan sauce from Rick and Morty and stuff when everyone wanted that stuff and now oh. like people were rioting and smashing cars just to get this dipping sauce. <laughs> what if there is a new dipping sauce entitled Gooey, and the secret sauce is literally liquefied human remains? Dun, dun, dun. And what if Gooey is people? Yep, gooey was people all along, and what if it was brought to you by the secret order of the Franks <laughs> from earlier? I gooeyed your hot dog. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, I, I like the idea of like when we read the the Junji Ito uh, book a yeah. couple of weeks ago on the review show, right? He does this thing where he just takes something very, very simple mm-hmm. and then turns it up to like 15. Right. And it's just like, what yeah. if it was too much of this one thing? Right. Um, and so, yeah, what if there was th- this new craze of some kind of dipping sauce sauce that everyone just went rabid for this dipping sauce uh, and and it, it caused riots and panics and the purge and all sorts of stuff. Who knows? But secretly, right. But secretly, it's human remains. <laughs> right. These people are like crashing their cars into each other, racing down the street to get the sauce, to get the gooey. <laughs> it's the secret order. The Frank scoops up the remains, takes it, exactly. turns it, liquefies it. So every Puts it death, in their hot dogs. like it is right. Yeah. It is driven. It, it's designed to drive you mad to make more people die to feed the gooey and i don't know exactly. what their end game is maybe to wipe out all of humanity so it's only <laughs> the <laughs> only the wieners remain <laughs> exactly i almost spit my soda out on the screen <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly so yeah that that was my next story there what do you got next melissa In the episode, Fruits Go Intergalactic, the episode description included a phrase, and I'm the one who writes these, and then I, like, months later, I'll forget what it even means. Forget them, yeah. But this says, Kyle must throw a baseball in a river before he can become a man. I don't even remember what that story is. I don't know. (laughs) I forget how literal or metaphorical that was. But my brain just expanded on that like let's say like your dad gave you a prized baseball is this like sort of symbol of a father-son bond of 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 adulthood of maturing you know it must have been something about that nickelodeon baseball that i had that i got from going to see gola gola island live (laughs) and then it must (laughs) have been some other story yeah it must have been right wolf trap did uh what's his name on Hannibal throws something in the river at some point. He goes fly fishing. <laughs> I, w- I wonder if it's something with that, that maybe we were talking about 
Hannibal no, <laughs> or something there. And then I think it was, it was, it was something about how you stuff. must leave behind your childish things when you become a man. And that childish thing was the Nickelodeon baseball. <laughs> he threw it into the river. I don't remember that but story yeah, from, at all. <laughs> I don't either. But the fact that it's set in Wolf Trap, Virginia, uh, one of the most ominous towns in America now, thanks right. to the TV show Hannibal, that adds some flavor to it. I'm just imagining that like there's this ritual you have to do to like advance in to like reach the next step of your adulthood to continue to grow. And you're stuck in some sort of in-between chrysalis state until you complete this impossible ritual. Like you're perpetually like an, a gangly 17 year old. You're so awkward and you can't, you can't grow up. You're stuck like that. Not stuck like that physically. You'll like continue to grow. You'll look like you're 32 or whatever. But something about your uh, your attitude, your ambience, your vibe reads awkward teenager. And it's going <laughs> to read awkward teenager for the rest of your life unless you complete this ritual. So you have to throw uh, your childhood toy into the river in Wolf Trap, Virginia, a place your parents took you when you were a kid. And I just imagined how difficult that would be. Like, well, where'd I put the baseball then? I, I put. I thought I packed it in my pod, but all the stuff in my pod is gone. All I had was a hook. Right. I threw the hook in the river. Police confiscated it. I guess it is with my parents. You call your parents. Uh, your mom can't figure out how to work the phone. It takes like a couple days to get a hold of your mom. Then your mom's like, yeah, honey, I'll look for the baseball. You tell me how to set up the printer and you have to help your mom set up the printer. God, I I'm now that I'm thinking about this, too, like since we both forgot about what the, the original story exactly <laughs> was, what if there is some toy or something that I have forgotten? I don't know what it is. I have thrown every like every single one of my childhood possessions in this thing, hoping to break the curse. And I, I just I don't know what the, this that there must be something else, but it just is driving me mad that I can't, I can't find it. I don't know what it is. Oh, so you're trying like everything else, every other totem of your childhood. Yeah. The street sharks, you know, your your pokeball from Burger King. Yeah. Know? Your uh, your Pocahontas book on tape. Every other thing you had. That's when you a good, were a kid. good a call that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like i just imagine the logistic it's a logistical nightmare right oh, yeah. this isn't like a horror movie so much as it is something like planes trains and automobiles where it's just a horror of inconveniences like mm. you have to get to your parents house in wyoming you have to fly into like helena montana your parents have to pick you up drive you back home to wyoming <laughs> you have to dig around. You have to find whatever the baseball is. You have to get to Wolf Trap, Virginia. You have to find that river. What if it's winter? <laughs> what if the river's frozen over and you throw the baseball in and it bounces off the ice and you're like, did that count? <laughs> <laughs> it like skids over. <laughs> <laughs> a dog picks it up. A dog runs away with it. You have to chase after the dog. Yeah. Good God. And, and this has, is the yeah. only way you can become a man is to wrestle that baseball out of a dog's mouth. I'll never be a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
I got one more story for you here. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. This is from episode 202 entitled Pod Swap. This is the oh. one uh, where, Melissa, you and I traded the podcast that we listen to uh, mm. each, each, each week. You gave me a couple of the ones that you listen to. I gave you some of those. And then we came and reported back on just like what our experience was like checking out these these new podcasts. Um, It was fun. What if I hear a secret message in one of them? Mm. But what if I'm the only one that can hear it? What if I I, I come back on the, the on the show and i'm like i really liked podcast the ride the show or whatever the name is uh but there was that one weird bit where there was that like background voice in the middle of that <laughs> and you're, you're you're still you're sitting there like what are you ta- ta- talking about there was no yeah, background like- voice in that it's just the host just talking i'm like no mm-hmm. some like there was someone else on that podcast who was not introduced a voice i don't recognize and they it, it was some jarbled something it was some weird creepy sound right <clears throat> and i show you the clip and you you're still just like i don't hear a thing like i i, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about but i can clearly hear this thing so i'm tinkering around with this sound, I'm messing with it. I figure out that if that it 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 it's it, it seems to be saying uh, "yugda, yugda," and and I'm 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 just like I don't I don't know what, what this is, but I figure out that if you play it backwards, it says "ad gooey," <laughs> ad gooey. Oh, you did work for that. You did the Yvonne et Niosh. Wow. I did. Yep, I did. <laughs> I love the idea that you're listening to Podcast the Ride, a very nerdy podcast about theme parks, and you hear what you think is this like demonic message. And like, I don't hear it. So you're like, well, I'll ask other fans if they've heard it. And you should dip, no dive else, yeah. into this fan community. And like you're just also so now you've got the mystery of I what is this message nobody else hears but also you have to deal with everybody else trying to talk to you about the podcast and you're like I don't care about the Universal Studios City Walk stop talking to me about it what are you talking about I don't know who Tillman Fertina is I don't I don't know who that is <laughs> that's that's the owner of uh, Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> So yeah. you have to deal with that. You have to immerse yourself into this theme park and themed entertainment underworld and solve a demon mystery. Right? <laughs> exactly. All thanks to the Order of the Franks, who's secretly Ugh. been ruling. <laughs> They're trying to get the Mick hot dog back. There you go. Do you have any more stories? You have one. I more, do right? have one. I I have one more. Yes. Perfect. Um, I'm gonna the the hot dog. By the way, available at McDonald's in Japan. Introduced in 1995 at some Midwestern located stores at the option of the franchise holder is a summer item. Uh, yeah. but I think they may do they still have them in Japan? So like they're gone here, but like Japan still got them. 
So it starts in Japan. It starts in Japan. It works its way out to the rest of the world. We're bringing back the Mick hot dog. Get, ri- get rid of your Big Macs. Throw them out. Hot dog only. It's every other sandwich with a hot dog form factor. <laughs> you want your egg McMuffin with hot dog? <laughs> it doesn't even fit on the bun. <laughs> <laughs> Just wiggles out either side. Like cat dog. It's that, it's that like pencil thing where you... <laughs> <laughs> My final story here tonight uh, is from the episode Riddler's Challenge, Ah, this is where the episode description says Melissa debuts a new egg persona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kyle, what if this wasn't even my final form? What if? <laughs> what if, what if after? T- <laughs> right, what if after doing this for like four and a half years? who speak for hours every week. We've met in person. We ate pizza in person together. We're just recording some normal episode, right? We're just talking about like some Marvel comics or whatever on the review Mm -hmm. show. And then just a crack starts appearing in my, my face. You're thinking, well, it's rude to point out a lady's appearance. You know, I shouldn't comment on this. The crack keeps growing bigger. And you're like, what is that? What do you mean she's just cracking right here in front of me? And then I, I do. I just, I shatter. I like split open. And inside of me is a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Either half of me like <laughs> cracks down to the ground. It's brittle. It's like an eggshell. I crumble into little pieces. There's no meat inside. I was just shell. Everything God. you see is shell. I'm... <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the original story is. I know besides the like Riddler riddles that I, I asked you, I think this is also where we got the like the the corn. Right? It, it, no. No. Corn is older. What am I thinking of? Corn. <laughs> We've got several foods of major significance here on the captain's log. Corn goes back to the episode where we did a bunch of BuzzFeed quizzes that were like, that's Plan right. a movie night snack, and we'll tell you what movie you are. Or and pick a bunch of corn. movies yeah. for a movie night, and then we'll tell you what snack you are. Yeah, and one of the snacks on the list that you could pick, it's like designing a bunch of snacks, we'll tell you what movie you are. It's like corn, not popcorn, not even yes. like corn, corn on the cob or like just corn. Corn in what form? And then on last year's Halloween special, I told a story about the corn. Right, right. But. What was For the thing with Riddler's the bird though? Because I remember the like I was sitting there like what comes out of the the egg here, and then immediately when you said bird, I was like I remember something about yeah in birds, in the Halloween special last year you tore off your friend's face and they were a bird underneath and that's why they were trying to feed you all that corn. Okay, interesting. So I'm a bird too. Uh, I'm a bird. And I just sort of like peck like a bird. at the screen and like nibble at my. <laughs> I don't fly away, though. You have to keep staring at me. I won't end the call. You don't know if you're <laughs> supposed to end the call. You don't know who to tell. You, <laughs> you have just, to get in contact just, with my you, brother. You just keep going with the podcast like nothing happened either. <laughs> yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's like, yeah, I really enjoyed the color work on this. <laughs> 
<laughs> Iron Man has never looked better. Chirp, chirp. Uh, <laughs> and you don't know if you have to like contact my family. It's right. like, you know, is, is Jam's also a bird? <laughs> Are we all birds out here? You've never been to St. Louis. So you don't know. Right. Hey, hey, Sam, you're, you're not related to Melissa here. So I feel like it's safe. I can ask you. Is she a bird? <laughs> And then you're like, well, if she already cracked out the egg and became a bird, what's next? When is she done? (laughs) (laughs) What's next after birth? Is this her final form? (laughs) (laughs) You don't know. Like every couple years, I just keep changing into something. And you don't know when it stops. (laughs) (laughs) Goodness gracious. There you go. Those are our horror stories, our our past stories here on the podcast that yes. we have twisted into horror stories and the like. Uh, this is yeah. always a lot of fun. I have a blast. It is. This, this is a very interesting, like, creative storytelling exercise, even if some of them are, are very silly. I like how widely we run the gamut. Some of these are, like, maybe chilling ideas in other more serious contexts and other ones of them. It's just, you have to wrestle a baseball out of a dog's mouth. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's good. It's a lot of fun. Uh, McRib Sterling. You know, we've added a lot of lore to McRib Sterling. You know, he's this like bastardized virgin of bastardized virgin. (laughs) Um, <laughs> There's no one else of his kind, nobody he can mate with. <laughs> um, maybe that's why he's doing all of this. He's just so lonely, and he he he, he wants someone to be with him. He's just sad. Yeah, he's just like Popeye head, right? I think when I picture him, I picture him just like in a void, just, just like in a plain white space, and he yeah. walks out yeah. in his Mick Mech suit, smoking his fry. And he just judges you. And you're like, McRib Sterling, what do you even have in your life, huh? What do you do besides this? I'm looking for my other McRib. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a broken McRib. Yeah, we, we've like, added all sorts of lower to who <laughs> McRib Sterling is, where a, he came from, all of the yeah, stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, started out as bastardized version of of rod sterling from the twilight zone yeah it's uh, rod sterling that's how we got here in the first place is you kept saying sterling oh yeah and I'm like well maybe it, it's yeah. not even rod maybe it's like rob or rib or something it's rib sterling and, that's and then we said mick rib sterling what if he looked like a black and white version of ronald mcdonald <laughs> then his his face got torn off and it turned out to be danny devito on the inside yeah. Uh, how is he inside this larger person that is Ronald McDonald? No, that's not a person. That's a mech suit of Ronald McDonald. Uh, and, and so, so I I want to ask, what what is is the next bit of McRib Sterling lower that we find out his like what he's actually doing he is looking for his partner his other mcrib shamrock shake that's his love yeah only comes around once every so often Mm -hmm. 
but maybe the McDonald's he was born in, uh, they they opted not to participate. Uh, it, oh, was, no. it was one of the, 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 the store, you know how, how they always say like the McRib is back and then like un- underneath in like small t- t- text, like at participating McDonald's, he right. was born in a McDonald's that was not participating in the Shamrock Shake. He was, the, he was <laughs> no, they stopped doing McRib. He was the reason why they no longer participate. They're like, you go up to the counter. It's like, do you guys have the McRib? And they're like, it's like I we did McRib. once. But no more. And like the clerk just gets a distant look in their eyes. And you have a sense you shouldn't ask them anything else about it. <laughs> so he was abandoned. He was he was born a mutant. <laughs> He's been abandoned to this void. He just walks around. It's just like old Happy Meal toys. It's just him and a bunch of tiny beanie babies. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm good with that. He's been a a abandoned and he's looking for his one true love mm-hmm. that's it there you go that is the new official lore of mcrib sterling <laughs> it's, it's, it's well, like I don't mcrib every sterling year. the third right well this is the fourth the episode though? kyle yeah I, no he's I was... not the third like we've just okay last year we did three of them and now we've done four of them yeah like last year, I called it McRib Sterling Three, not because he is the third, but this is oh, the yeah, third yeah, yeah, movie yeah. in his franchise. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. Well, there's your update on the McRib Sterling <laughs> lore. Uh, Melissa, I think that's about it for our podcast this week. Uh, I know next week there'll be some more Marvel talk. Yeah. Uh, all all of that good good stuff. Uh, so yeah, be, be excited for next week. Also, I, I know coming up here real soon in, I mean, well, next month is November. We have to get through all of that, but, uh, be on the lookout for our, our Rotten Tomatoes predictions episode. I'm always super excited about that one. We get to one of my faves, the Rotten Tomatoes scores of the movies for the next year. Uh, and then we also ch- check in to see uh, who won from the previous year. So that should be a lot Winner gets of fun. A pizza. Indeed. They don't get me, though. No. <laughs> I am pizza hard. <laughs> Are you wearing this to other events or is this just here? This was a podcast exclusive. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe one day, but for now, it's a podcast exclusive. <laughs> you corner one of Rachel's work friends at a party and you have to explain all of this. <laughs> right. <sighs> you don't want to ask me about Pizza Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that being said, Melissa, where can the people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. This is a show where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kid shows you feel like only you remember. Our Halloween special this year is on Mr. Boogity, which was a, a 1986 Disney hour-long like made-for-TV Halloween special. About a family that moves into a new house uh, because they've moved to a new town to open up a joke shop. So the house is filled with like joy buzzers and silly eyeglasses and fake rubber 
vomit and things because it's the parents' business. And the house is also haunted. And the kids have to solve like a ghost mystery. Interesting. Interesting. Well, there you go. Thanks. Thanks for that. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And if you'd like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, Spider-Man Dance Party 2. We already hit the button. We can't end with the Spider-Man Dance Party oh, no. this time. But we'll oh, start next, next time with one. Oh, That's what we'll do. Let's start it that way. Yeah. Exactly. Kick off November. Exactly. Uh, this has been number 211 of the Captain's Log. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs>